I just realized I want to make a, a bard fighter, and instead of Barry Manilow, I want it to be Barry Slammin' Hose. Nice. So he's a, his subclass is Gigolo, then? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> is this still... Nana, Soren, and Pollywog make their way back to Galifar's vessel, the Honorable Otter, post-leaving post leaving Frank behind to kind of rebuild the island and kind of take care of the people because they've been brainwashed for a while. So, you know, they got to kind of, kind of be re-injured into society. Uh, and upon rowing back out and reboarding the vessel... They look around, and this is the first time that we've kind of described the boat on the podcast. So I want to just kind of paint the picture of it. it, it it's a large seafaring vessel. It's got a crew of about 50 members. Um, not all necessarily necessarily all of the members are sailors. Some of them are other uh, mercenaries that have been kind of picked up along the way. You know, some of them are the, our original party. So, you know, just looking to your left, you will see a... Uh, tiefling kind of sunning himself with you know some reflective paneling his washboard abs just on full display for the uh for the common man to see you know over on the right there's uh, a warforge just kind of about his business uh doesn't necessarily seem to be part of the sailing crew he looks more like one of the uh the mercenaries and our, our three heroes kind of return and present galifar the mechanical heart artifact uh, that they have now ripped from the Marlboro. Quick question. Is this a seafaring vessel? Is it made of wood? This seafaring vessel is made of wood, but it does not have a termite problem <laughs> like the last vessel. Oh, man, it's been nice taking a solid break. Hey, guys, you look like uh, you look like you've been uh, through the ringer. What? Wasn't there another one with you in that party? Was that a comment about my age? I've never looked better. <laughs> no, no. I don't know if you've ever looked good. I don't know. She's looking pretty good from here. So, uh, were you guys successful? Did you, did you find uh, the who's he what? I mean, I think I think so. We left one of our party behind. He he was a nice a nice fellow, but he's gonna stay back and help help some of the locals. Galifar descends. He kind of extends his arm out to be handed the uh, artifact. I put a cookie in his hand. Here you go. No, no. I seek the artifact. These cookies are good, but... We, I mean, I can't be mad at a cookie, but I, I do need the artifact. Oh, I don't I don't know anything about that. Soren, do you have the artifact? Uh, yeah, uh, here you go. <laughs> we, all, we all just do the, Where's Kevin? Where's the artifact? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, we left it on the island. <laughs> the artifact's lost in New York. So Galfar takes the artifact and he kind of starts breaking off pieces uh, till he gets down to like this central vial um, that's a, a glowing purple liquid. And he he also takes the um, takes the, the dream crystal and he's like, "Come, everyone, gather round." Now I know we stole off in the night and I made some pretty wild promises of what we would be searching for and what we would do with them. But and he drinks the liquid. And it slowly refills, uh, the empty vial just refills itself magically. And he um, 
he kind of presses the crystal to his chest and then creates a minor illusion to show you what he's talking about. And he says, Now that I have drinking the ichor of order and have the dream crystal on me, you can see as I think, and I cannot tell a lie. And he begins to show you what the world was like back when Galifar uh, ruled it. Insight check. Can he lie? <laughs> Go for the insight check. All right. One second here. Uh, all right. Ah, 15. 15. You know that he is being very truthful and forthright with this information, but that it might not be the entire information. Like, mm. he's definitely telling you the truth, but is he telling you the whole truth? Yeah. Can like we the, handle uh, it? Order truth. Yeah. And so with Galifar's minor illusion, he starts, I'm kind of picturing like a hologram, basically, like him showing you of basically his kingdom being a utopia. Uh, and then he gets into it. He says, when I established my kingdom, I had to close the manifest points to the other planes. It was the only way to prevent chaos and disorder and people trying to rule humanity and other humanoid races. You guys get what I'm saying here. I'm not just talking about humans i'm talking about dwarves and like everyone i've had same similar lofty goals in my life so, so i get it yeah but i had a, a close comrade i was betrayed and locked up when you originally met me i had been frozen in stasis for many years but i was betrayed by one of my closest comrades and he imprisoned me he thought that we could do good by opening these planes but I believe he just seeked power. And, you know, the, the minor illusion kind of transforms and shows a um, kind of a mad scientist-y vibe uh, of a guy that's really trying to do some experiments to try to find things and discover her stuff. But also the experiments that he's doing look kind of chaotic and not necessarily uh, life-affirming or life-bringing, but uh, maybe a little bit more powerful on his own thing. He's like... I now ask of all of you to help me seek out and close these manifest points to prevent him from gaining the powers of these different planes. With it, he could do unspeakable harm. Now, when you say he uh, doing unspeakable ha harm, and you you didn't give us a name, but you're mentioning planes, is he some sort of a, a captain? Some sort of pilot? In a matter of speaking, yes. What What's his name? Pilot? 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 Pilot who? Ivan von Kaneth. Kaneth. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yes. See, when I know him, knew him, he was just a small artificer. But he would go on to found House Kaneth. Ander, don't you know a Kaneth? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Lee, but this sounds like... I don't even know how long ago. At least hundreds of years. I don't know anyone from that long ago. Do you, do you think it could be the same bloodline? I think it is the same man. Ivan did terrible things, and I believe he found a way to prolong his life. I believe he now goes by Ivan von Strovich. Wow. I wonder how he learned to do that with such mystical powers. Seems like I could learn a thing or two from Ivan. I mean, yeah, we, we should stop him. Well, before we are able to track down any more of these artifacts, I believe we need to put an end to his experiments who will sail with me can i can i ask a question yeah um so my this is happening at the top of the ship yes okay to which i am very close nearby yes okay 
and a dragon is talking, correct? Or uh, is he's he in human form. Okay. Yeah. He has polymorphed and has kind of taken the form of an old wise man. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be the first volunteer. Why don't you give me... Where, where do you think Ivan Von... Von Strangold? What did you say his name was? Strovich? Von Strovich. Where, where do you think he's hiding? Is he a... Do you think he's a reasonable man? Like, do you think he'd be willing to become, like, a, a mentor of sorts? He puts his hand on you, and he says, Although you are a child of the Under Dragon, I could be your mentor. I mean, I'm just looking for a papa, you know? Uh, <laughs> I was promised a lot of money from that dream thing, and uh, I, I need a sugar daddy. You will have your money. Excellent. I guess I'm in. Then off we shall go. And this is the point where I'm going to turn over DMing to Devin. Uh, who will kind of take the lead here. Or actually, sorry, before I turn over to Devin, uh, Galifar and the crew travel up and set ashore a new band of uh, adventurers, you know, uh, due to Anders' close relationship with the Canaths, they decide that it might be best for Ander to sit this one out as they watch him. Uh, Soren elects to stay behind as he wants to do some research on the... The artifacts, uh, you know, he's been shown them, but now he's trying to read through books and try to discover what is going on. Nana. Nana's tired. Yeah, so Nana's <laughs> Nana's not going to go. I'm not going on your adventure. I'm I'm sleepy. Nana's going to use the onboard kitchen to make a bunch more cookies, restock. Yeah, she's trying to make some <laughs> some health potion cookies with those berries that, that they discovered on that uh, island that she pilfered. She's experimenting. She's, She's making doing some research of her own. first edibles. <laughs> <laughs> so the boarding crew has some familiar faces, and I'll let them kind of go around and introduce and say, in case this is your first time listening to us, uh, what they look like. The, the tiefling with the washboard abs uh, stands up and puts on his familiar crop-top pink spring break 08 shirt and goes, Ugh. Feels good to get a little rest in. Even better to get back in the action. I'm I'm Adam. I'm playing Rot, the Tiefling. That's a warlock sorcerer. Um, he's a big party boy back in the day, and he's uh now bent on creating a place for Tieflings to have their own homeland. That being said, he uh is semi in a relationship with a a, a Drow. If you look back in episodes, you can figure that out, and I can explain it all. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh. He likes money and power and does isn't afraid of screwing someone over once in a while. Am I uh, forgetting anything? No, I don't know. Listen to the rest of the episodes. You'll figure it out. That's, <laughs> That's me. Funny, and to right. his right, his right-hand man, a human of noble descent. Yeah. Wait, this is me, right? Oh, cool. Yeah, so Will, um, he is uh, a very tall, uh, slender, uh, looks like a, you know, not like a rough and tumble sort, more of a, uh, you know, a creative, an artist. Uh, he's got a um, sweet lute strung across his back, uh, an, an electric lute, not really electric, I guess, a magical lute. Um, and he's got uh, like dragon scale forearm tattoos, uh, like just tattoos that look like he's got dragon scales going up his arms. And uh, he looks a little bit uh, in his face. He looks a little bit worse for wear. Uh, his He's got a little bit of, uh, you know, unkempt scruff on his face some bags under his eyes uh he looks like he's a little bit uh a little bit tired from his from his journeys and his travels um but uh yeah ever the optimist he is he is leaping out are we leaping out onto the shore or are we getting in the boat where are we 
He's he's strutting. He's still he's still got the got the moves like Jagger. He's got sick looking boots with all kinds of buckles and zippers and stuff on them. They're they're certified fresh, very very shiny. Uh, and yeah, he's got some purpose to his walk. Behind him is a bronze dragonborn who had initially brought a knapsack full of Nana's cookies, thinking that he would ration them over the uh, over the adventure. However, he has eaten all of them on their. Uh, you know, slow boat ride ashore, a little ferry ride. He is a druid. Uh, he goes by Tadpole and is incredibly bad with nature and loves fire. Oh, and he's played by Nathan. Also in the group, uh, there is a uh, a dark colored uh, black walnut and dirtied aluminum uh, warforged uh, named Q1-3T. Uh, you can spell that out if you'd like. Um, and uh, he was obviously a soldier in uh, in the war a few years back. Um, he was specifically a scout. Um, and on this ship, he um, he overheard uh, first heard the word cookie, which Warforged are not known to eat. And uh, he is no different, but he is intrigued by cookies. Uh, then he he heard uh, the name uh, Kaneth. Um, from which he was built uh, by House Caneth. So um, this this uh, next journey for him uh, is somewhat personal uh, to that degree. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, average height um, and, and very dark. He could slip into a shadow and appear out of nowhere, disappear uh, as Batman, uh, you may you may know uh, his skill set. Uh, very similar. Um, yeah, played by Scott. Good to be here. Nice to meet you, Scott. Well, yeah. welcome you to the party, Scott, yeah. I should say. Thanks, Hi, Scott. Um, it's great to have you. Is this your first time playing D&D? What's your D&D background? You, oh, yeah. Um, this isn't my first time playing D&D. Um, I've been playing for maybe close to three years, um, off and on with a group of friends. Um, always been a player, haven't DM'd at all, but... Um, yeah, I I have uh, some experience in that realm. Uh, Listen to some D and D podcasts. Uh, haven't been on one yet, so a little nervous, but I'm excited to play. Yeah, it's just like playing regular D and D. Yeah, you right. Just have a lot more wires around you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have to I have to maintain where my mouth position is exactly. a little more. But don't worry, there's four mics in here. So <laughs> true. <laughs> worst comes to worst, one of them's got you. So we're now going to hand over the DMing reins to uh, to Devin as he is running the show today. Actually, hey, can I ask a quick question before we do that? No. Are we... <laughs> All right, that's how podcasts run. I will shut up. I'm the DM now. I say yes. <laughs> hey, new DM. Uh, how are we? Where are we? Are we mentioning Sir Herbeck at all? Oh yeah, uh, Sir Herbeck stays on the boat as does Daphne okay. for reasons. Okay, perfect. That their characters have. Excellent. I was I was gonna ask what year are we in specifically? Oh, we're like five years after the last war. Okay, okay, so, sounds I good. Get in D and D lore if that ended in like nineteen ninety six, I think. Like nine ninety six. So yeah. I think we're like a thousand and one. Okay, then I'm I'm like eight years old. If it matters. Aww. Yeah. That's such a wealth of knowledge already. Yeah, I know. How do you pronounce your name? Well, so it would be uh, quiet. That's what I thought. Yeah, quiet. Yeah. It, it plays on the numbers and letters yeah, a little bit. I was wondering. That's yeah. awesome. I like that. 
Uh, granted, I didn't come up with that myself. You don't have to tell people that. <laughs> cut that. Cut that out in post. <laughs> All right, lead us on a journey. Paint us a picture. We let's go a sailing. All right. Uh, from where you guys uh entered the boat or uh boarded rather, um, from our last adventure, it takes a number of days to kind of sail around the continent of Corvier. Um, and you eventually get close to an island that is known as Dreadwood. Um, Galifar um, kind of shepherds you all to one of the smaller boats, tosses you all over the edge, and just says, I I'm sure he's over there somewhere. Uh, give him hell for me. Um, so you make your way to the Dreadwood. Um, it's a island completely enclosed by trees. It's early morning when you're making your way to the island and there's a gentle fog kind of enveloping the entire area, um, kind of creeping out from the woods on the sh um, After you make it um, to the island, you uh, don't really see a clear path through the wood, but eventually you kind of find a river and walking along it you eventually find a road leading uh west through the island well i'm pretty sure this road leads to home right well, i mean it does lead somewhere also we've not met yet yeah you were, you were kind of asleep when uh, the boat took off but uh i'm polywog nice to meet you polywog i'm rot Good to meet you. Hey, Will. Will, remember uh, how bad I was at meeting people? Look at that. <laughs> I'm getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Rod. Yeah, you've, re you've really come a long way, you know? <laughs> and, uh, is it, is it Earl? I, I believe you are Who, Earl? me? No, I'm, I'm Will. Oh, oh, yeah, Earl. Earl, that's, that's just a fancy title that I, that I got somewhere along the way. I just go by Will, though. Oh, uh, Pleased to meet you. Of course. I'm not used to being around royal folk. No, 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 no. Think, think nothing up. Nothing of it. Hmm. Now, what of you, metal one? What is what is your name? I am mostly wood, but I will take that you are talking to me. My name is. You're made of wood. Yes, mostly. He's a, he's made of wood. Can't you tell? He's the same pieces as a ship. You know, they're both wood. I hate to tell you this, but I've been around a lot of termites lately. I will try my best not <laughs> to let them spread. Um, yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Is that uh? Is that ebony? Is that uh? Is that wenge? kind of what we got going on there is that some purple heart thanks for asking yes it is black walnut oh all right you did say that earlier yeah. <laughs> i forgot not, not to your character but yes yeah sorry that we were all in that boat for a really long time and never said anything to each other uh that was kind of weird but i'm glad we're getting these introductions out of the way now well we were sleeping so you know that big ass jackass dragon knocked us out speak for yourself Warforged don't sleep either. Oh, we're oh, you're also a Warforged. No, I'm not. I'm just. I have a thing that makes me not sleep. Oh, okay. We were drugged and knocked out. Gotcha. <laughs> they were sent to the plane of dreams. Okay. Okay. Would that also affect me? Uh, you weren't sent to the plane of dreams. Okay. Okay. That was just kind of one of our arcs that we've done. Hey, uh, Devin, what time of day is it? Uh, it is early morning. Early morning. We eaten. Uh. I will say that you could have had some of Nana's cookies before heading out, um, but if you would like to eat, I'm sure there is something around that you could find. Obligatory oh, no, no. second breakfast joke. 
Yeah. So, uh, looks like this road uh, goes that way, huh? What's that way? I point the. I point east. Well, that's the great thing about adventuring, uh, is, is you never know until until you go. Uh, pointing east is mostly back to the mostly back toward shore. Okay. So you've kind of found a road that leads kind of into the city or into the island, rather. Perfect. Do you guys? Uh, I've never been this far south before on this island, or well, anywhere down here around Corvair. You guys uh, know anything about these town folk? Think they're uh, think they're friendly? I just wonder if they have cookies. I don't know. I'm. Let's get going. And I uh, start walking to town. Do we? Were we given a map at all? Or would Galifar have a map, Nathan? Mm, not necessarily. Think? If he okay. did, it'd be really old. Um, he's been asleep for a couple thousand years. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'll say you probably know not exactly a map, but that there are like three kind of main towns on this island. Um, it's like decent sized, but uh, you could probably walk across it like end to end in a couple of days. So it's not huge, um, but you know it's not like terribly densely populated either. Okay. Uh, what are the the names of the towns? There is a town called uh, Barovia. There is a town called Kretsk. And a town called Valaki. I'm a fan of going to Brovia. I already forgot the, the Ivan's last name, so I wrote Curse of Stroganoff. <laughs> Stroganoff. What is it? Strovich? Oh, no. It's Zarovich. Zarovich. It's very important. I'm guessing that's like C Z A. Uh it's S A R O V I C H. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to get the big the big bad's name wrong. When you introduce yourself, <laughs> it's very rude. I'm looking for Ivan the bitch. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yes. Did you mean to make an Ivan the terrible joke during that? I did. Okay, all right, because I caught it. It was not pre-planned, but when I got there, I was like, mm. okay. okay, nice. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I chose the name Ivan, but <laughs> Ivan, son of a bitch. I know a guy. Played played right into it. Right. Yeah. I said we press on word. Let's go to town. Uh, what's the closest town that we're walking into, you'd say? Barovia? No, coming from this direction, the closest town, uh, will be Kretsk. Is that west? Yes, it is the west side of the island. West side? <laughs> uh, so you're actually traveling east. Sorry, my bad. No worries. West side? You're on the west side of the island traveling east. Gotcha. Okay, still, but heading toward Kretsk. Correct. Okay, gotcha. What uh, what is, what am I seeing along the way? Is it like a, a well-kept path? Is it kind of like a dirt trail? or? It's mostly dirt trail, wide enough for a couple wagons to fit side by side. Um, but you're mostly just surrounded by forest. Um, even uh, So it's kind of early morning, so you'd expect there to be like sunrise, but with the cloud and fog cover it's just kind of this eerie ambient glow yeah can i do a vibe check for this for this fog and what's kind of you know what's kind of going on around us yeah Maybe sure go some, ahead there's some weird magical i mean yeah go an ahead vibe check. and make an insight check insight. on the fog <laughs> yeah check that vibe uh that is a 19 okay you 
gather that the fog is magical, and its main purpose is to cause a creepy vibe and to keep things on the island. <laughs> well, jinkies, guys. Uh, I think that uh, there might be somebody, you know, that doesn't like that we're here. This vibe is, or this fog, not this vibe, this fog is a little bit... <laughs> A little bit off, a little bit magical. It seems like someone's someone's trying to hide something, so uh, I think we're on the right track. Would someone anticipate our presence? Ha! <laughs> you said wood, and you're made of wood. <laughs> oh my. I like this guy. He also mentioned presents. What time of year is it? Is it Christmas? I am not a Christmas tree, if that is what you are hinting at. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast a dancing lights above us, just to give us a little bit more of a better look of what's going on around us and kind of make our presence known so it's uh like a glowing ball of light that's above each of our heads which might give us a little bit more better vision kind of uncreepify things yeah so you cast dancing lights and a set of pretty much like blinking uh christmas lights almost (laughs) red green white are all above you guys kind of leading the way Oh, it's very, that's very whimsical, Rot. I've been uh, really trying to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah, you've definitely upped your whimsy game, my guy. <laughs> I can tell. I, I go to link arms with Will and then start skipping down the road towards town. <laughs> <laughs> As they do that, I look up above me and see the, the Christmassy lights. And without knowing exactly what that would be for, I understand that it could be a joke on, on my being tree-like. I... I look up at them, shake my head, and wave my fist at him as he skips away <laughs> without a word. Making your way down the uh, road, after about, a, let's say, an hour of travel, you get close to uh, a kind of turn in the road. One path continues straight, and one can. Uh, kind of veers off to the left um, toward the north um, and you see a small town that is surrounded by a high wood and stone kind of fence. Alright gentlemen, this is the first big decision in our in our adventure here. Which, which path? Well, that path continues leading towards longer path. This one's got a place already here so like, and it kind of looks like it's made out of wood no offense, Mr. Quiet. Q, Q13T. None taken this time. What? You, what? what? <laughs> you, you guys uh, think uh, think, of, think of town? Or, uh, I don't know. Does it look like a, a well-built town? Or is it more like kind of shacks or stuff? Uh, so you can't see any of the houses uh, over the like wall that's surrounding the town. Um, but you see... A number of guards, like on top of the wall, um, but it seems pretty sparse. So not terribly many guards. So this 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 wall is all encompassing. Then we don't see like a gate or anything. Uh, so there is a gate on the road in front of you, but it seems to like from this point of view, it is the only point of entrance to the town. Um, you also see kind of off to the right of the gate there are a uh, kind of collection of wagons um around 
a uh, fire, and they all seem to be kind of brightly colored, um, and like they are probably the most welcoming thing you've seen since arriving on the island. Nice. Can I'm I see going right towards that caravan? Yeah. Do they look like performers in their brightly colored stuff? Uh, yeah. The like, the people you see are kind of like all like, different races, but they're all dressed very kind of flamboyantly. Is it like a troop? Like a bunch of troopers? It, it almost looks like a kind of circus group. Yeah. We might need to go find out. I would like to uh, walk up to them and say, hello, everyone, and cast Minor Illusion to make a ball of flame appear in one hand and then transfer to the other hand as ice and then throw it behind my back as flame again. Nice. And the Harlem Globetrotters theme uh, plays. Ice and flame juggling. Like, how's everyone doing? All right. Go ahead and give me a performance check. Uh, let me... Can I aid him in it? I want to be doing. I want to be whistling that uh, that tune in the background too. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Take advantage <laughs> on it, Adam. Oh, thank God. Uh, Thirteen. Oh, a little bit better. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so there are like a few kids around that seem to be really delighted by your kind of display. Um, I I bring one kid close and like I'm holding the fireball and like come here, touch it, touch it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. What. One of them will like hesitantly kind of approach you. Um, the adults are kind of looking on, like they know what you're doing, but they're uh, they're going along with it Aww. for the, the sake kid, of the kids. The kid touches the fire and it pops as like a water balloon would, and water just splashes to the ground and fades away. Ah, so cool! Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Welcome. Uh, please join us. Uh, I sit around the campfire with them. Pollywog tries to see if there's any food anywhere. Just like, does he observe any food? Probably not any food, but these guys are into partying and they've already broken into some of their wine. So you see a good number of bottles of wine kind of being passed around. Ah, Bollywood makes his way through wine and uh, just grabs a flag <laughs> and starts drinking. All right. Uh... Are, are you trying to, like, do that, like, kind of out in the open, or...? Oh, yeah, he's just like, oh, you're passing around wine, like, uh, in, in this <laughs> week. But, like, you know, he, like, takes the, the flag in, and, like, it's normally like, the, oh, yeah, hey, have a sip, or, like, yeah, have some. And he's just, like, chugging it. Oh, no. Just, like, just, like knocking back the whole thing, and then... Walks away with it. <laughs> yeah, like, like when it's done, he just, like, hands back the, uh, the flag. God, Polywog's okay. more chaotic than Rot. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, boy. Uh, what would an adventure be without a constitution saving throw from Polywog? <laughs> ooh, ooh. Five? Ooh. Okay. You definitely feel it. it and as soon as you are done with your drink, uh, you're... You just feel like you immediately need to sit down. So you go and take a seat uh, next to the fire as well. Quiet would be uh, just kind of keeping an eye on the guards, trying to get a feel for the for the area that we're in. I'd, I'd be kind of uh, on the outskirts of uh, the camp a little bit, just, just kind of behind everybody, not like super far off or anything, but uh, just okay. kind of observing, uh, kind of 
seeing the party that I'm with because I don't know them very well and just getting an overall sense of what's going on. So you're hanging back and being quiet? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh Leaning into it a little bit. All right. All good. Uh, yeah, you can see that the guards kind of watched you guys approach the caravan, but now that you're kind of just hanging out with uh, these people, they're not giving you much mind. Occasionally they'll kind of look over, but it's not anything like they're keeping tabs on you guys. I uh, I nudge Pollywog and say, uh, hey buddy, you're supposed to drink the alcohol, not the lighter fluid. <laughs> Jeez. Well, fuck. <laughs> well, that's why I feel so bad. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Pollywog gets up and kind of like walks over to the wall and puts a hand on it and, uh, you know, kind of unfastens his belt and just pees on the wall. I uh, cast oh, press no. and digitation to look like he still has pants on. There's kids around. <laughs> We've already mentioned there are children. What are you doing? I'm I'm observing this and seeing if any of the guards or uh, or folk around are taking any notice to that. Uh, a couple of the folks definitely have, um, and they are kind of trying to shepherd the children away. <laughs> From the area, <laughs> I'm gonna see. Do, do I recognize anyone that might be kind of like a you know a statesman for this group or like a you know a leader of any sort? I want to kind of maybe talk to them and smooth things over a little bit. Go ahead and make a perception check. Oh no, it's not great. It is a an eight. All right, looking around, it, you don't see anyone like specifically in charge, but. Everyone kind of can, like seems to continuously go over to this one kind of elderly woman. Um, so you gather she is at least someone of importance. Cool. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, sidle on up to her and and just say, uh, "Hello, uh, well met, travelers. Uh, we, you know, it's it's great to see such a such a merry group uh, in such a you know a kind of spooky and in you know." dingy so far anyways uh island uh what 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 brings you here we're we're kind of here on a on an adventure of our own but um yeah why, why are you not taking shelter in the town is there you know is this a friendly a friendly place we come and go as we please i i take it this is your first trip here yeah yeah no you 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 got us uh got us pegged we we have never been here before uh, i have seen many things but this is fortuitous you it was said that a uh, party would arrive this day. Um, sorry that the uh, town is not open right now, but... Well, that's okay. We got a party going on right here, right now. <laughs> Still <laughs> urinating on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry about my friends. They, they, haven't, uh, they haven't partied in a while. They're, they're kind of... Uh... <laughs> We've been cooped up on a, on a ship for a while, you know, so we're, we're kind of still got our sea legs. Yeah, he is, just got back from some adventure where he apparently is taking drugs and eating cookies the whole time. Sounds like a fantastic time. But today is a day for celebration, so no uh, no trouble. Um, if you would what? like, I, uh, I will try to aid you on your journey. I, I can't do much, but with the uh, gifts that have been given me, I, uh, I could provide you a, a fortune reading. Well, oh, yeah. What are you guys uh, celebrating? Your arrival. Oh, hell yeah. Come into a party. She offers us a fortune and to teach us to read. This is great. <laughs> you knew we were going to be arriving today? Not you specifically, but we have often had stories of uh, this day coming and 
someone uh, arriving to take on the devil Ivan. You know Ivan the bitch? Uh, all in these lands know Ivan, the devil Ivan. All right, well, I mean, this this does really seem fortuitous. Hopefully not too fortuitous, but uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's what we're... What we're here for. It seems like whoever you're getting your uh, your information from, your visions from, uh, is is giving you good info. Uh, and I personally wouldn't mind uh, a reading myself. All right, come with. And she kind of takes you into a uh, small tent, um, and there's kind of like a crystal ball, uh, like incense burning, kind of just general smoke going on. Um, and she starts, uh, shuffling the deck of cards that are in front of her. Nice. I would uh, want to make sure, because all... I'm getting... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just wondering if we all came in the tent or it was just Will. Uh, yeah, you can all be in there. Yeah, I would little... have tried, I would have tried to, like, make sure that everyone is was at least, like, nearby. Because although yeah. this is intriguing to me, I want to make sure that we kind of all stick together. So, like, if, if Quiet was more towards the edge, I'd be like, hey, Quiet! We're over here. I'm gonna go get my. I'm gonna go get my palm red or something. Uh, just you know, keep an eye out. Just making sure all right. It's a little cramped in there with all of you, but uh, definitely space enough. Um, so she kind of uh, shuffles for a moment and then kind of hands or fans out the cards to each of you in turn and asks you all to take one. Ooh, I take one from like kind of towards the edge, not the middle. Okay. Uh, tries to take both of the edges at the same time. Is like gonna snipe two through. cards. <laughs> yeah, twice the fortune. All right, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check. I'm gonna roll it at disadvantage because I'm drunk. Yeah, that that sounds good. <laughs> He's gonna be that much more impressed though. Four. So she definitely sees you uh, go for the second card and kind of uh, swats your hand and just. The one that calls you most, dear. Uh, then I'm going to grab the one on the left or most side. My left, her right. So I would assume that's the top, but Polly walks left-handed, so. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Rot goes to pull a card out. He pulls it out and goes, oh, damn it, that's the instruction card. And set, <laughs> sets it down and pulls out another one. <laughs> All these cards are instruction cards, my love. <laughs> do, I, do I keep this one, then? It says made by uh, Unicycle. <laughs> Unicycle. <laughs> Jesus. That that one will do just fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I no, I did stay out. I wasn't sure if that was implied or not. I wasn't entirely sure what uh, Connor had said before. But yeah, I, I stay outside. Okay. So with these three cards, I will uh, attempt to divine where certain objects are that may help you in your uh, quest, whatever. Uh, so here we go. Oh, this is exciting. This All right, so card number one. This card tells of history. Knowledge of the ancient Ivan will help you better understand your enemy. Okay, we have the master of stars. Let me see here. I must consult the spirits. All right. 
spooky ghost town with playing cards. Uh, while he's consulting the spirits, I do want to just kind of backtrack. One thing I was supposed to say in my earlier monologue was that we we're all given 100 gold for our work so far. Uh, so you can go ahead and add that to your Please. character sheets. Yeah, Ballin. you're on the boat. It's it's doc pay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing is that we were given the two planar artifacts that we've recovered thus far, the Dream Crystal and the Icker of Order. Both are available uh, online, and I put the li- I'll put the link in the show notes, uh, but you guys have been all sent it. So uh, at some point, we'll have to discuss amongst the party who's going to hold each. While they're in the tent, um, I kind of want to scout out what the uh like what the actually what the guard situation looks like on top of the wall because i'm very curious on what is on the other side so i kind of have in my mind that i might want to scale the wall and just take a peek if the guard situation allows but we can come back to that sure do you want to kind of go ahead and like try to find a dark area and just give me a stealth check to see if you can hide from them real quick Try to keep out of sight. Uh, that is 26. Okay, yeah. You are hidden as fuck. Um, so you kind of get the idea that you could definitely uh, sneak around if you were so inclined. Um, back to the tent. All right. The Master of Stars, or the Wizard, uh, it's drawing me to a lake nearby. Ah. Uh, Look for a wizard's tower on the lake. Uh, a wizard's name and servant guide you to which you seek. Whose card is this? Uh, this is the card number one. This card tells of history. Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. So that's said, my card. Because I took from the top? Uh, sure. I was just going to go in order, but... Okay, I was just trying to figure out if these cards pertain to each of us individually or if they were like... Not necessarily. It's mostly a group prophecy here. Okay, cool. So we need to find a wizard. Uh, I I just know that you're supposed to look for his tower. Yes. Um, All right. What what does my prophecy card say? Let me check here. All right. You have... (laughs) Yeah. The... Okay. Uh, Here... Ah. The healer, uh, look to the west. Find a pool blessed by the light of the white sun. Um, that is where you will find a uh, powerful force for good and protection. A holy symbol of great hope. To the west, white sun, holy symbol. Got it. Will do, prophet teller. Fortune weaver. And the, uh, the swords. Uh, okay. And... This card is a card of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. Uh, And, uh, okay. This treasure lies in a dragon's house, in hands once clean and now corrupted. Well, that that sounds like Galifar. But whose hands are clean? I just used the bathroom and I washed them. Are your hands also corrupted? Wait, hold on. No, fuck, do you have those... You've got clean and corrupted hands. I do not trust this man. You didn't wash your hands on, after peeing on a cart. That's because I didn't pee on my hands. Do you know that? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. That's what they taught us in the Navy. Not to pee on our hands. <laughs> you had to wait until I, the Navy they had to, to teach learn you guys that. that? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Those are the 
items that will help you along your journey. But here, you will need to know more. I will do what I can. And she pulls a card uh, from the deck as well. Oh. This card sheds light on one who will help you greatly in the battle against the darkness. And you got the uh, the tempter. Uh, uh, oh, nope. Uh, Wait, did I miss a card? Uh, no, mine? this is... Okay. Which card are you on? Have you gotten the wizards, the, the wizard's tower, and the sword of sunlight? Was there a th- was there another one? Was there a third card? Oh uh, yeah, the there was. Card? You missed card number two. Um, Rot's card was the healer. Yeah, the healer. Oh, um, the healer. so you're looking for a holy symbol. Um, and let me see here. Was in it was west. Uh, it, yeah, it said look sun. to the west. Find a pool blessed by the light of the white sun. Perfect. All right. So card number four, uh, she just kind of shudders and says, Evil's Bride is the one you seek. Evil's Bride? I mean, I'm uh, not really looking to settle down. Evil's a bit pretentious, right? Like, I mean... I mean, a little chaotic, but uh, are are you getting married? Uh, not in a long time. I mean, like, not not to stereotype or typecast because you're a, a tiefling, but like, you know, I don't think any of us are getting married soon, right? Is Ivan getting married? I mean, it could also be, you know, someone that Ivan was with before. It doesn't have to be someone that he's going to be with in the future. Oh, so you think this might be a past bride? Is Ivan a widower? They're all kind of riddles. We'll figure them out. Maybe we start with the easy ones. Yeah. <laughs> that tell I us might a specific not have to place. look for a pool, so let's go swimming. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, prophet teller, uh, dream weaver lady, hey, where do you go swimming around here? Her eyes kind of roll back, and she draws one final card from oh. the deck. Your enemy is a creature of darkness whose powers are beyond mortality. This card will lead you to him. Uh, what, what card is that? Uh, you got... The marionette, which is, uh, look to great heights, find the beating heart of his castle. He waits nearby. Listen, guys, last time someone told me to find a beating heart, it was not a metaphor. It was actually a heart of, like, a pretty decent-sized beast. So, uh, just a heads up. So we need to find a, a, a tall ladder, a heart, a pool, a marionette. A bride. A bride. This is quite the grocery list. Hold on. <laughs> I'd also like to find food, so if we're putting together a grocery list, I mean, I'm interested. <laughs> Thank you, uh, kind, I don't know what else to call you, uh, Oracle, for this information. It's been confusing and helpful, and uh, I'm sure it will help us in the future. And it'll probably make a great song. And I give her a gold piece as a thank you. Thank you very much, and I do hope it is helpful. All right, I'm this. The incense is getting to my sinuses. I'm gonna step outside. <laughs> so before before they leave, um, my aim was to kind of like see if I can get above and scout out the city while they're actually in the tent. Like just just a quick overview. Obviously, not like going through the okay. city at all. But. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'll say that given your stealth roll, um, you find a time when the guards are kind of preoccupied um, with some of the other revelry that's going on um, at the caravan site. Um, and you're able to kind of climb 
the wall that surrounds the town. Um, inside, uh, still a lot of trees. Um, and you s do see um, kind of the occasional uh, building that's kind of popping around. Um, but there aren't too many. You see maybe a handful or so. Um, it's a pretty small village. Okay. Do I do I get the impression or can I make a check? Like, is it uh, that the canopy is so dense that I can't really see through the trees? Or I believe that, like, the buildings I can see, they, the town really is that sparse. Um, go ahead and make a perception check for me. 22. Okay. Plus 10. You kind of gather that most of the trees within the walls are pretty small it's like they are uh kind of planting um trees within the town to uh maintain their wood supply so they don't have to leave but it looks like most of the uh most of the houses are pretty small and that there aren't that many of them but you can see uh kind of up on the hill to the northeast end of the town there is quite a large kind of cathedral looking building cool then i will uh i will descale the wall all right um so i come out of the tent and i converse with q13t and share with them all the information we just learned about the cards so that you now have that knowledge yeah i I think I'm going to wait to share the information. I really want to talk to this woman and see uh, how often this town is actually open because she mentioned that it was closed today. Is she actually, is she also walking out of the tent or did she stay in the tent? She stays in the tent for a moment. So if you were trying to like walk out immediately after them, you'd probably catch her in there. But after kind of collecting her things and her thoughts, she would exit the tent as well and kind of return to the ongoing festivities. Okay. As as soon as she walks out of the tent and while the party is still around, um, I approach her and say, excuse me, you mentioned that the town was closed today. How often is the town actually open? It's not normally closed. I'm not entirely sure what's going on, but it must be something rather drastic to have them close their doors completely. Normally they would let us pass as we bring many gifts with us normally throughout the town um but hmm. it seems that their uh, current supply of wine has run dry so they have closed the gates to anything that is not their uh, delivery hmm. and did you just arrive today we've been here i, I think it's three days at this point we're just hmm. kind of waiting for a couple more of our band to gather here and then we'll be continuing on our way would have but, been nice to stay in the end but oh well but the door did close today oh no it's been closed the entire time we've been here i see thank you and i i go over to the rest of the party and you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I walk over to them and um just kind of divulge what I noticed and what I perceived um, from inside the town. Uh, just that it seems like they have, uh, they try to, to self-sustain and, and perhaps don't uh, like venturing outside the walls very often. Um, and that the, the door has been closed for a few days, um, which is abnormal. 
spooky. Well, if we want to get in there, maybe we uh, try to meet up one of those caravans of that group that hasn't quite showed up yet and uh, pretend to be their wine delivery. Sounds like they'll let us in. I like your style. I have another idea, and I've, I've suggested this before, but now that I've got you guys... What if we set a small fire? You know, I, I remember Nana saying something about how you have a penchant for fire, and I don't know if that's always helpful, you know? We're in we're in a forest. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, wooden things around that could, you know, burn out of control. Uh, we don't want to burn down this entire forest or this whole, you know, island. Or members of your party. Or members of our esteemed party. Yeah, we got our, our man uh, quiet over here. We don't want to be, you know doing anything that would that would potentially hurt him by the way did you get did you get a a, a prophecy did you want to get one of those are you good because we all got I, prophecies and it was kind of fun so if you if you know if you want one i don't want you to feel left out i've never received a prophecy before i prophesize that you better be wary of this one setting you on fire i agree it sounds like i don't need another prophecy <laughs> <laughs> well great uh but but yeah no this is I say we proceed very carefully, uh, Polywog. I admire your spirit, but uh, you know we don't we don't want to make uh, too crazy of a first impression, you know. Okay, but I want to address the elephant in the room. This guy's name has numbers in it. That's just weird. That is not an elephant. Those are numbers. It's a metaphor. But Do you, does your kind not use the numerics? I mean, not usually. Do you mind if I just call you by the letters of your name and I just call you QT? <laughs> that joke goes over my head. Um, I think that your kind using what do you call them, masculine and feminine names, is very strange. I'm named after an inanimate object. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Touche. I am, I am also named after an evolutionary step. <laughs> so really, what we got going on is Will here being a piece of shit with his masculine name. Yeah. That's true. Non-binary. I mean, or there's a will, there's a way. Uh, but no, I think it's, I mean, to be honest, I don't I don't know that much about about. Warforged, but I think, you know, your name's pretty groovy and, uh, you know, I I can rock with it. My actual number is 80085. <laughs> yeah. So, do, does that mean I can't call you QT? You may, if, if you wish. Hell yeah. Now, you said something about setting this place on fire. Now, my old crew, Will, shut up, close your ears, <laughs> was not about setting things on fire, but <laughs> I possess a certain type of skill. <laughs> Listen, we got to get in somehow. I like the uh, I like the wine, you know, the wine bartering uh, idea. Do we have any of that uh, that wine that uh, our our good friend uh, uh, Ander made? He had a winery. He Maybe we could pretend that we're delivering his wine. I mean, if you guys weren't unconscious when we kind of stowed you in the boat and carried you out. Sorry about that, by the way, guys. Oh, that was you who did that, and I punch you. I'm doing an unarmed strike against you. Hey, go ahead and roll. Oh boy. Seven plus zero. Does that oh, beat wow. your AC? It does not. No. <laughs> it hurts my hand. And I'm just like, yeah, well, you still deserved it. I'm sorry, I'm a bit scaly. You know, that's kind of tough. So I can also transform into a squirrel, and I can probably sneak in that way. But and I can ways to sneak in. A squirrel. What? What did you say about squirrels? Nothing. I am no stranger to disguises myself. Do you disguise yourself as like an aspen or like a birch or. <laughs> Are you going back to only tree things? I uh, 
I walk straight up to one of the guards at the gate and say, Hell, hello, I'm, uh, my name is Ander, Ander Winehouse, and, uh, I forgot his last name, and, uh, I am here to see that you have enough room for our wine delivery that is on the way. All, all right. Uh, one of the guards kind of up on the wall answers you, uh, what winery did you say? We're, we're not expecting anything from, uh, Wine house. Wine house, no. Uh, that's uh, uh, the Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) (laughs) We we, uh, normally get our shipments from Wizards of Wine that is just down the uh, down the road here. Oh, yeah, I know. Did you did you not hear what happened? They had a little accident. A a cask broke, made a huge mess. They're like completely back ended on their orders. So they contacted us to start fulfilling some of these shipments, not to delay anything. Uh, Go ahead and make a deception check. I concur. (laughs) Uh, 26. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wait, do you have charisma? Yeah, I have plus uh, eight to deception. Perfect. All right, go, give me a moment. I'll go uh, check with my supervisor. Shit. <laughs> I, I huddle the guys together. <laughs> I huddle us up, and I'm like, yep. hey, who, who has the ichor of order? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I do. I do. It's right here. What if we make him drink some of it, then we can make him let us in, right? Yeah, give, someone give me a cup. You got a cup? Who's got a cup? I'm not going to pour this straight in his mouth. I mean, I'm sure he has a cup. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming. He's we just got to talk him into it. Act as if this is the wine. Oh yeah, it's like a wine tasting. They kind of reappear on the wall above you, um, the guard you spoke to, as well as a kind of like captain of the guard um, looking fellow, definitely like better dressed, um, armor that is like more polished. Ah, man of the finer things. Someone who hasn't seen combat in a while. No scuff marks on that armor. Why don't you come down here and, uh, you know, take a little test trial. Like I said, our caravan with all the wines on the way, but I have a, a sampling here if you'd like uh, to give it a try. So so you say your your shipment isn't here yet? It's on the way. It's uh, like a day's ride out. I just, I'm here to make sure you have enough room for the number of casts we brought. I, we, we definitely have the room. We are uh, uh, fresh out of everything, pretty much. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The spirits around here are low in more ways than one. Um, but certainly you're not going to say no to a free sample. Who says no to a free sample? You ever been to the mall? Make a persuasion check with advantage. Can I can I assist that? Well, I guess it's already with advantage. Yeah, double advantage. <laughs> he he's already been with he, he's already been without wine for a number of days, so he he's willing. So the first roll is a nineteen, and the second roll is a nineteen. Ooh, that's pretty Sounds impressive. Sounds like there's okay. room for another advantage. I don't know. They uh, lower a kind of rope ladder down the side of the wall, and he descends. Um, and as soon as he is down the wall, they bring it back up to the top, um, and he'll c- go over and approach you guys. Excellent. Um, I don't know what this Icker thing does, but, uh, here, some of, uh, one of our, uh, finer samples for you to, to try. What was your name again? Captain, Lieutenant, Marshal. Governor. Governor. I, 
I am Captain Alexi. Oh, a fine name for a fine suit of armor. Please, Captain Alexi, allow me, and I pop that cork. And I kind of, I do the little swirl you that you do it. with wine and you know, <laughs> the wafting into the nose. Like, it's, it's one of our finest. And right. I offer it to him. Yeah, that's some good shit. All right. Uh, he will go ahead and take uh, some of that. Yeah. So, since so I wrote up the, the write-up for this, and I sent it to you guys, but I don't know if you've read it yet, and I know our listeners probably haven't read it yet. The Icker of Order is a dark purple liquid with a terrible smell. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit of a challenge to get people to drink it sometimes. you got to be a, a little bit desperate. But basically the way that this item is going to work is the DM and the user mm-hmm. will roll competing um, will roll competing wisdom throws. Uh, you as attacker or rock get to add plus five to it. Okay. <laughs> and then depending on how much you win by, you can then choose what uh, what options are available. So if you, Win by one to five, you've got an option. Six through ten, eleven plus, or the ultimate you nat twenty and the DM nat ones simultaneously. Then it's just like mass control. Excellent. I also want to say I cast press digitation on it to to adjust the scent a bit to make it kind of more like a, a sandalwood smell, something light and comforting to everyone. All right. Uh, I rolled, and with his wisdom, he got. A 16. Oh, yikes. Oh, boy. So my wisdom modifier is plus zero, but you said it gives me plus four. Yep. That's a, pretty, that's a really good modifier, honestly. Oh, bum, bum, bum. Wait, don't you also get advantage on it, though? Yes, because you drank it, you get advantage. Eh, 18. Hey. Uh, nice. All right. So you, you won by two. So winning by one to five, you can issue one short command, and as long as it does not cause him to do anything that would self-harm or cause harm, uh, you know, he will follow the order up to the point where it would cause harm. All right, Captain Alexi, suck my, I mean, open these gates. <laughs> or maybe just let us in, in particular, specifically, just us. Nah, these guys back here need to come in too. They're cold, there's an inn. Yeah, that's true. Open these gates up, Captain Alexi. Let's bring in our, uh, our, our winery. Tear down this wall. <laughs> uh, all, all right, um, give me one moment, that, was very good. I'm hoping to get more of that. Absolutely. Um, Look at all these caravans, and I gesture to the the troops sitting out. The the finest. Uh, what are they called? The wine people. Sommeliers. Yeah, the finest sommeliers in all of Corvair. You know they have wine here, like that I drank. Feels like they could have just done this themselves and offered to share their wine, but you know maybe they're not the brightest. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi will approach the gate and kind of give a bit of a knock and it'll kind of swing open um, to let you pass and um, he kind of explains to the other guards there um, the situation that you will be like bringing wine. Excellent. And uh, where is your cellar? Where shall we be placing this? Here. It's uh, the main one would be at the local tavern slash inn um it's just down this main road here um yeah you can't miss it it's up on the left excellent dreamweaver woman and i give her a wink why don't you lead the caravan of wine wink wink into the inn and get warm oh uh that's very kind of you um okay 
uh, and they will kind of leave their uh, wagons um, outside, um, and the kind of troop will kind of parade into town. Yay, I saved the troop. We're done. Wait. <laughs> Side quest completed. Everyone add 100, 100 XP. <laughs> Right, Are there any sewer rats that we can that we can grind uh, XP from? <laughs> I got a bag full of them. Oh yeah, that's right. Jeez, oh that cursed item. <laughs> uh, no, you have not leveled. <laughs> Shockingly, not surprising. All right, uh, the mist shrouded village beyond the wall is uh, nothing more than a scattering of humble wooden cottages along dirt roads uh, that stretch between stands of snow dusted pine trees. It almost looks like a continuation of the forest in here, but all the trees are uh, kind of smaller than the ones outside. Gray cliffs rise sharply, and the road winding up to the cathedral is easy to see from within the walls. Well, you guys, I, I am looking for a holy item. I, I think cathedral? Question mark. Yeah, no, I think you're. I think you're on the right on the right track there uh does anyone need you know any other kind of refreshment or, or do we want to you know talk to any of the locals before we before we proceed uh qt what what is your you know i know you're a, a warforged but what, what do you do to you know kick back relax or, or get some refreshment do you need do you need anything i like to sit in a corner <laughs> and observe but All right. i am feeling unnaturally parched haha <laughs> that was a joke <laughs> No, no, yeah, that was that was good. That was good. I like I like your uh, loosening up a little bit, QT. Let's yeah, let's get some let's get some refreshment. Did you? That's believe what we brought me? in here anyway, right? Did yeah. you believe me? I believed you. Oh. But also, if you'd like to observe, observe me do a backflip, and Polywog attempts to do a backflip. <laughs> All right, give me an acrobatics check at disadvantage. You are definitely still drunk. <laughs> Thirteen. All right, so. You do the backflip and you kind of, you land on your feet, but the momentum kind of takes you to your knees afterward. Oh, still got it. Wait, okay. Nathan, I keep confused. This is Polywog, right? Or is this Tadpole? And then his brother's this Polywog. Polywog. This is Polywog. Okay, so his brother's Tadpole, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'll be like, uh, uh, oh, Polywog, it looks like you, you inherited some of the grace of your, of your uh, brother Tadpole with his, with his dancing and things. How's, how's he doing, by the way? Have you talked to him lately? You know, you know Tadpole? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I met him on the on the docks one day. I write him letters all the time. I don't know if they're getting to him. Uh, the mail system's a little bit broken. Um, you know, stamps.com has not been invented yet. So, <laughs> hey, save it for when we get sponsors. <laughs> You'd think in a world full of magic, we would have figured out mail by now. But uh, you know, whatever. Say lovey. We did. It's just in chain form. Mm. Chain mail. Yeah, I mean, you guys have... Sending. The sending spell is great. <laughs> um, aside from my hilarious joke, uh, I do play a mean card game if anyone would be open to getting their asses rightfully handed to them. I love a good card game. When you say it is a mean card game, does it give you paper cuts? Because... I do not like getting paper cuts. I honestly couldn't tell you. I am made of hardwood and metal. Are playing cards to you like really thin sheets of skin? 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's no bring up anything ethical, like, uh... Jesus Christ. They are, they are actually leather. <laughs> so the shoe is on the other foot now, isn't it? <laughs> you, you skin-born. <laughs> yeah, let's go grab a warm apple cider and uh, play a card game. God, can you please keep calling people skin-born? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, around... Like, shortly after you guys are allowed in, um, you pass by a kind of larger home on the left-hand side of the road. There's a light on inside, and you hear kind of shouting, uh, and you just hear someone yell, Alexi did what? And uh, a kind of larger man kind of storms out of the house. Oh fuck, I think we got Alexi in trouble. Yeah, we keep going, we keep walking. Who are all of you? Why, I am the entertainment for the evening. We have the magician, the robot man, and the the musician. And, you know, our stagehand. He's a little drunk. I am Sir Herbeck McBins of the McBins clan. You must be the ones Alexi let in. I'll... Oh, no, 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 no. We snuck in. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> We've been here. We've been at the inn for about a week now. I'd, I'd like to, uh, you know, receive your question and, and pose you another. Who is, who is anyone, really, in this life, you know? Like, why are we here? Why is anyone here? What, what, is, our, what is our purpose? You know, just, just something to think about. And I, I'll leave you to that. You see quiet go through an existential crisis as, <laughs> as he asks that question. Our purpose here in Kretsk is to protect our neighbors. And often Neighbor. that means uh, rejecting outsiders. I know everyone in this town. I run this place. Boy, your legs you must are... be tired. God. You're on thin ice, but I almost like you. Now, you see, you asked us a moment ago who we are, and aren't we all always changing? Isn't that, <laughs> like, who we truly are change? You say that you protect this town and that you know everybody in it, but you don't know us, and we are in the town, so <laughs> you not protect us? It's just constant change, man. Oh, Listen, no. Like I said, we're the entertainment of the evening, and what's good entertainment without uh, sommeliers? Try this wine that Alexi tried. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, make a persuasion check at disadvantage. <laughs> can I can I negate it by saying this is our this is our finest vintage? <laughs> uh, oh, that makes everything better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good wine. Trust me. Also, a stranger. It's good. Wink. <laughs> Was it aged in yourself? There are too many. Damn wood jokes. <laughs> Black walnut doesn't make for a good wine. Wenge makes for a good wine. I oh, take offense. Wenge. You want a nice burned cedar? But can I can I make my own deception check in in that uh it's our finest vintage? Yeah, go ahead. Or persuasion, whatever you would want it to be. <laughs> go ahead and make a uh, deception check. Or whichever you feel is correct. Like if uh, if Quiet thinks this is persuasion, if he doesn't think he is lying, go with that. 27. Ah, 
Wow. Jesus. I've got plus tens on these babies. Uh, yeah, go ahead and negate that disadvantage for you, Rot. All right, great. Uh, 15. Hmm. How about you come inside? Would it help if I said it cured medical ailments? You can trust me, I'm a doctor. I just said you were a stagehand. And I said I'm Sir Herbeck McBins. So, you know, we're all just saying things. Let's accept the man's generous offer to come inside and, and have yeah, a chat. I think, I think that's great. Inside We'd love to break bread with you and, and no longer be strangers to you, you know? Yes, I mean, you're already in the town, so... I'm not going to just throw you out to the wolves, literally. There's wolves here? Yes. I love wolves. Thank I, you I for appreciate your generosity, your integrity. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, Dimitri. Dimitri, that's a good name. Dimitri Kretskov. Oh, you're named after the town. A other way around, but oh, close enough. <laughs> my family settled here. You're one of those people. Do you know who my dad is? <laughs> oh my god. Gosh, big fish, small pond, guys. Watch out. <laughs> it's a humble town, but we have been managing. Let us dine. I also make a great table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, want, I can't wait to eat off this guy's ass. <laughs> that, won't, that won't be necessary. When you say you make a great table, do you mean you've got carpentry skills? Yes. What <laughs> did you think I meant? Brethren. I think he means. I think he means that he he sets a good like he you know furnishes a good table with with food. He knows right? which side the forks go on. Oh yeah, man! I always get that messed up. It is the right. Oh. I followed Dmitri inside. Right or my right. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so you all go inside uh, a simple like pine and stone home. Um, it is the largest home in the uh, in the town, but it not overly grandiose. Um, is it? the most grandiose home in the town would you say like it's the nicest looking yeah probably how does um, it compare to the cathedral oh it is much smaller than the cathedral but like is it nicer than the cathedral or is oh it... no uh the cathedral is almost entirely like stone masonry gotcha okay whereas this is more of a like wood cottage with the occasional like stone um right. where, where it's needed okay so, uh, Dimitri, are you a religious man? <sighs> the, uh, the gods seem to have abandoned this place, but I held my faith for a while. Uh, but now it just seems that every day is kind of more bleak than the, uh, than the last. Um, and as you've kind of gone throughout this town, you've seen a number of people, and they are all much more like toned back and like almost grayscale than the um, people you met outside. Pallid skin, dressing in like yeah. muted earth tones. You know, sometimes when I think the ones above have uh, forsaken me, I'm very thankful that I praise the gods below. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll fit in here just fine. Have you ever thought of, uh, you know, joining a new kind of covenant? Someone that will actually give you power over something more than just this little town? I have all that I want. 
Uh, but you may do have that, but look at the people in your town. Starving, scraggly. You may have all that you want, but at the sacrifice of them, what if you could have all that you want and give all the more? I, I give as much as I can, but I've recently run out of all the wine. Um, <laughs> we're mostly a collective here. We help each other as much as we can. What if I knew a guy that would provide all the wine you want? You just have to write on a little piece of paper. <laughs> I, I I would have to test the product, I suppose, but okay, might be. I'm, I'm going to make a collect call to uh, a pal of mine, and I go to a, the other room. <laughs> all right. Um, off of the kind of main room, um, there's kind of like a a modest kitchen. Um, where y- you can see a, uh, a human woman, um, kind of preparing a meal. Um, I don't know exactly where you're headed in the house, but if you're trying to, like, get to a more secluded spot, you could probably, uh, like, but, but walk the down kitchen's, The hall. kitchen's fine. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna try to summon Jeremy real quick to convert him. Okay. I'm trying I'm trying to make this religious man a new believer. Oh no. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Who do you serve? I serve uh the god Bjor or the demon Bjor. Okay. But uh it's kind of like a pyramid scheme deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm under a guy named Jeremy. <laughs> and I'm trying to get this guy under me. That's so funny. So then uh, you get credit for all of his converts. Exactly. Nice. He's running this whole time. Yeah. Okay. And it sounds like his God isn't doing much for him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want me to do Jeremy or do you want to do Jeremy? You go ahead. So oh, <laughs> as being summoned by Rot, uh, a whirlwind kind of starts in the room and then a dark circle slowly emerges and stepping out of it, you have a sharply dressed demon uh, who has a flowing cape, stylish boots, and a new hat. Hey, buddy. Right now. How you doing there, buddy? Oh, buddy. I think I, uh, I think I finally got someone to, to serve me as I serve you. I think we finally got the next rung in the ladder ready here. You found someone for your downstream then, eh? I found someone. Well, uh, his name's uh, Dimitri, and hey, he runs this whole shithole here. Where the fuck even is here? Uh, Krevitz? You ever heard of it? I don't know. Krevitz. Kravats. Kravats. Kirkowitz. Oh, fuck. Kretsk. Are you by chance on that island run by Ivan? Oh, yeah. He sounds like a great guy. I gotta tell you. You ain't gonna want to mess with him. He's uh, a bad dude. Well, that's fine. I'm trying to mess with Dimitri. You want to come meet him? Yeah, sure. And I lead Jeremy into the the main room with with, uh, Dimitri. Oh, no. Oh, wait. There's another one of you guys? You must be Dimitri, ain't ya? Uh, yeah, that's me, Dmitry Kratskov. Now, Dmitry, it looks like you got a lovely little home here, but, uh, you haven't seen a hat like this? And he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Look at my cool hat! <laughs> is uh, this to be believed that this is a prize for the multi- for the MLM? <laughs> the swag. Jesus. Right, now, this uh, is all about, uh, about building up a downstream line, because, you know, you don't want to be a working man forever, do you? I don't know what to say. What are, what are you offering? I'm offering you the chance to start your own business and to help everyone in this town start their own business where they can become financially independent. Hear, the, hear that, Dimitri? That's wine for everyone. Yeah. 
We don't really have use for money between us. It's not money, it's power. It's power, it's uh, it's opportunity, it's freedom. That's that's what it really is. That's what this is all about. Is you know, Do you want to go to work to your 9 to 5 every day? <laughs> I definitely don't. <laughs> they definitely don't do that uh, now. <laughs> Bill's uh, over here like, shit, that sounds good. Ah, William. <laughs> William, my boy. Been a while since I've seen you. You, you reconsidered the offer? Oi, brother, who's speaking in that terrible accent? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking loot. That's my loot. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know, you know Jeff Tholomew? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just going to shut up now, bro. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> ah, yeah. Back when he had a body, he was uh, kind of a dickhead. I feel like we might have lost the plot here. <laughs> but, but Dimitri, now, the, see, the thing is, is if you join Rot's downstream, he'll be your upstream. I'm his upstream. And every time Rot does something good, it reflects good on me. So I, I pass things down to Rot. And that's just great because then Rot's like getting stuff for free. Here for me, I got this hat from my upstream. It's a fantastic hat. You're never going to find a hat quite like this. Listen, everything trickles down to you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's truly trickle, trickle down economics. But also trickle up economics because once you get two friends in and they get two friends in, it's like you got six people underneath you and everyone in this town could be getting people in on it. This town can finally be independent. Uh, uh, we're, we're pretty independent as it is. Uh, we grow our own trees. <laughs> oh, trees. <laughs> uh, all, all right, you know, you know, Rot. Hey, listen, maybe we can't talk everybody into this. That's fair. I that's mean, fair. Some people just, they're trees people. And we're 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 freedom people. We're yeah, you you guys are hat people, apparently. We're, we're all about living the good life. And you know what? If you're fine in this, I mean, I'll, I I I wasn't gonna say it, but but I'll say it. This relative squalor, you know. <laughs> then that's fine with you. But but I just thought you you might want something a little bit more. Maybe maybe something for the misses. You know, our our religion. We get vacations if, you know, you sign up enough people. You ever want to take the missus to the mainlands? There is no leaving the Dreadwood. Now, you see, that's that's small-minded thinking here. <laughs> I think what he's saying is some people are tree people and some people are forest people. And it all depends on how many trees you want in your life. Uh, Do you want yeah. a single tree or a forest? It uh, just... Remind me real quick, what is the name of the demon currently here? Jeremy. Uh, okay, uh, Jeremy, as the DM, I'm just going to say, um, as soon as you arrived, like, normally when you come to this plane, you kind of feel a tether back to your, uh, like, home plane. Right, right. Here, yeah, that, you don't yeah. feel that at all. Feel like at home. <laughs> Boy, lovely. So, wait, does so, that mean does that mean Jeremy can't get back? <laughs> Nate's stuck playing two people for the rest of the campaign. So, do we have a deal? I mean, I, I you just go sign on this little dotted line, and uh, you know, we'll. S- I'm just gonna say Nate was like, you should try to convert him. I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> uh, listen, I uh, I appreciate the offer, but you have been very rude. Uh, so, no, I will not be joining. Yeah, Jeremy, I think I think you might want to just uh, skedaddle on 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 home. It's always good to see you, but uh, you know, read the room. <laughs> right now, no, I don't need to be told that I'm not wanted. 
I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll get going. Uh, Will, always good to see you. Right. Been a while since you got any new soul signed up. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, if you really want to. <laughs> well, every, you know, I'm, I'm working on it. I think I know an old woman that's probably, you know, about to, to croak any day now and her cookies are to die for. She might, she might go for another couple years. Right. Now, now work that lead. Right. Follow it. <laughs> All right. Bye. Dimitri will just open the door to show you out. <laughs> uh, Jeremy kind of walks to the door and then like dissolves in a cloud of smoke as he walks through it. Uh, except that he doesn't. <laughs> Planar oh. travel, but uh, from here is not an option. Oh, shoot. <laughs> wait so was he able to would he have not even been able to get in or is it just you once you're there you can't get out no once you're there you can't get out it's 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 hotel california bullshit for jerry (laughs) i trapped my own demon by accident (laughs) nice silly that's hilarious. All right, well, bye, Jeremy. Good luck out there with the wolves and stuff. Maybe they, maybe they want to, maybe they want to join your thing. He looks around confused because this has never happened to him before. Performance issues, right? <laughs> right now, yeah, that's uh, bloody awful. It happens to a lot of your kind who visit us here. Uh, all right, well, I might as well see who all can sign up, and uh, he makes his way to the bar. All right, yeah. Uh, so he'll kind of walk down a few more houses to kind of the like next largest uh, building um, and enters there. Um, he could kind of hear a kind of ruckus going on, um, and he figures rightly that that is the local tavern. He looks into the tavern. Oi, Matt, Matt, who let you out of hell, you old demon there? <laughs> Oh no! Your ward got you stuck here too. Oh, right, Matt, it's been a, been a hell of a day. I've been wanting to introduce a character, Matt the Demon, or Matt Demon, oh, for a while. I no. see. I see. <sighs> Ever since Natalie Portmaster, that was a good one too. Dimitri, sorry, sorry about all that business. Uh, you know, but I think I think our values do do kind of align. We want to, you know, protect protect the people that are that are closest to us and i think you know we might be able to to work together on this i kind of you know we've kind of sensed that there's a great evil on this on this island and we'd like to you know rid the island of it um and i think that would be helpful for for all of us here would you agree um yeah i mean there have been numerous people who have tried but i always welcome the opportunity to be rid of the devil ivan you guys keep calling him the devil ivan so am i to take it he's a really bad dude uh yeah he is a light upon the land so we've actually uh received some you know prophecies on on some you know some places to find uh some equipment and some some knowledge that might might help us beat ivan do you, do you think that you know if we were to kind of relay these to you you might be able to uh, you know point us in the right direction i will do whatever i can yeah sure great uh well Rot, you said that you had you had a your prophecy was something about a, a holy relic or something, right? Could that be connected to the c- cathedral in any way? Is there a pool by the cathedral? Well, that's what I was thinking. Um, maybe I'm looking for a, a pool blessed by the white sun, and I was thinking maybe like a some sort of baptismal pool of water in the church. I'm trying to find the holy symbol there. 
Oh, you're calling the cathedral, I'm guessing, is the Abbey of St. Markovia. It's a uh, named after a priest of the Morning Lord, um, but it's uh, long been uh, kind of in disrepair. Uh, the uh, the only people there now is the ab um, uh, the abbot. What is uh, the abbot's name? We just call him the abbot. Mm. That is his preferred title. Is there a chance his name is Costello? <laughs> For some reason, I uh, find myself amused. Um, but there is also a uh, shrine to the Morning Lord, a uh, gazebo below the alley abbey um that does have a uh, a small pool by it you might you might check there did you put in a killer gazebo is that what this qu- is that what this quest is is that we're gonna fight a gazebo i mean i didn't put in anything uh okay that is um the pool where we can draw fresh water throughout the year it is a sacred place to us all right, Did well, you say you the know. water has any sort of magical properties? Uh, none that I'm aware of. Cool, cool, cool. No reason. <laughs> well, that's not weird or suspicious <laughs> that we're fixating on the magical properties of the water. It's fine. We'll take great care to, you know, be as respectful as possible, uh, you know, in the in these holy sites. Obviously, we are nothing but respectful. <laughs> <laughs> as you can see. But as you can see, uh, Dimitri, we are on the same team. Both of us want Ivan out of here. Uh, yeah. And with yeah. your permission, we would like to go through the Abbey. Uh, the, uh, the Abbey is the one part of town that is not under my direct control. In order for admittance there, you'll need to speak with the abbot. Who is in the Abbey? Correct, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. All right. You got any, uh, got any tips for getting on his good side? We struggle uh, with that sometimes. <laughs> I mean, as everyone in this town, he's a fan of wine. Oh. Um, particularly from the uh, vineyard close by here, the Wizards of Wine. The Wizards of Wine. Gotcha. Do they have a tower over there? Are the Wizards of Wine located on the coast? No, they're not Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> right, they're Wizards of the Wine. I was just wondering where they're located. No, it's mainly a field, you know, vineyard. Um I don't remember there being a tower. I haven't visited often. Don't believe so. All right. All right. Fair play. Uh, well, thank you so much for, for, you know, all your help and, and uh, inviting us in and not, you know, turning us out. Eh, well, I mean, you're here now, so I want to be as hospitable as I can while you're in the Dreadwood and, you know, still alive. Also, sorry about the uninvited guests back there. Well, see, that's changed because, like a minute ago, you didn't like us, and now you want now you like us. So, change. Like might be a strong word, but <laughs> I at least see that our goals are somewhat aligned. As our goals are aligned, is there any food you might be able to spare? I've only had like uh, thirty cookies today, and uh, <laughs> it's not very nutritious. As you're kind of speaking, uh, his wife Anna walks in. Uh, to the room from the kitchen, bringing a uh, kind of platter of assorted kind of like appetizer looking things um, for a light lunch, kind of. Like a charcuterie tray? Yeah, kind of like that. Charcuterie. How very hospitable. Probably what kind of grabs like a handful of it, like not like picking up two or three items and putting them in his hand, but like 
the full hand scoop and like balls it up and tosses it in his mouth. He grabs all <laughs> oh, the prosciutto no. sitting there and just a wad. <laughs> Prosciutto's sticky, man. It's hard to just grab one. Yeah. I mean, he made sure that he also got some cheeses in there. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad Pollywog has been fed. Yeah. So should yeah, we probably sober him up a bit? Yeah, we should go to the Abbey. Well, don't we need to get some some wine first? Do we have any you know wine that uh, might tempt him to let us in? It'd be a shame to journey all the way to the the you That's know true. the Abbey and then just get turned away. Because there's only two charges for that vial, isn't there? So we have to rest first. We have one charge left still. No. You used both. I thought he didn't drink it. We just That's true. Uh, Dimitri oh. did not drink it. Yeah, we we just used that as a bartering to get him to let us inside. Oh, he didn't so we drink just it. The charge left. Nice. Yeah, but we would still have to like convince him that it's wine from the <clears throat> the wizards and stuff. So let's uh let's go get some wine. Does that sound? That oh, sounds yeah. like Could something I... you'd get at the inn. Can I ask one more? Co- well, because the, they don't have any wine in this entire yeah, village. Like that's why also. they let us Jesus. in. Yeah. So yeah, let me. I'd like to post that question to Dimitri of like, hey, so you haven't gotten any shipments from the the wizards of wine in a while, right? Have, have you like, is that irregular? Are they, you know, have they? Uh, yeah, we we, uh, we normally get a shipment every month, and this is the first time in years that it, they've failed to deliver. Then almost two weeks past due now. All right, so there's there's definitely some something's afoot on this island. Like that mist. Have you guys seen that mist? That's not normal, is it? No, that mist is normal here. Oh, all right. Well, it's spooky. How long has that mist been around? Well, since uh, the village has been here. Um, Wait, wait. did you just say the mist has been around since the village has been here? Yeah, far before my time. So it is pretty normal, huh? Yeah. It's been around that long. That seems like a normal day-to-day thing. Yeah, the mist is very normal here. Okay. But you're right, it is spooky. <laughs> Spoopy, even. All right, uh, we, we won't hold you too much longer, Dimitri. Uh, I think we might go investigate this uh, these wizards of wine and see, you know, why why they haven't delivered. And, and maybe we can, uh, you know, get them uh, over here and, and they'll help help get us into the abbey and get in the good graces of the abbot. Yeah, uh, that would be greatly appreciated if you could bring some for the uh, for the town. Well, right, right. guys. Sidebar? Sidebar. Oh yeah. What's up? What's up, Tim? I mean, sorry. Pollywog. Q one three T. I'll uh, I'll just step over here and Dimitri and Hal go into the kitchen. He says sidebar, and we just all stare at him until he leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As they leave, Pollywog like kind of scoops up more food, puts his mouth, and like starts talking with all the food in his mouth. I won't do that for listeners, but... Oh, no. Create that horrible ASMR listening experience. No. No, I won't do that. It's like, okay. What if we just try to, like, overpower the abbot? I I don't think he's going to be all that strong. Do we really need to go get the wine? I mean, I'm fine for just uh, beating up an old man in an abbey. But maybe he might know specifically where to go in this place. Also, isn't our goal just, like, kill Ivan? So, like, I mean, I know you got that prophecy, but you think it's going to be that hard to kill? I mean, Galifar wants him dead and hasn't killed him himself, so yeah, probably. Yeah, and Dimitri said many have, many have tried before. And also, I would say on this, uh, you know, when one finds oneself on a, on a strange island, it's probably best to make as few enemies as possible. We already have one very powerful one in, uh, in Ivan. We might want to tread carefully with, you know, a holy man who's, who's been on this island for who knows how long. Probably best to keep a low pro, as they say. 
Also, uh, the other crew was telling me that you guys kind of fucked up the last island you were on, like ruined all your connections there. <laughs> so it seems like you got a track record. Uh, Polywog reaches into his pouch and pulls out an orange vial, like an orangish brown vial that is warm to the touch. He's like, well, I didn't fuck up this. I didn't fuck up this. That's a very clever joke. That yeah, makes me happy. He puts it back in his pouch and like kind of pats. He's like, Susan, it's okay. It's okay, Susan. Susan. So we have we have a split party. Are we going to go get some wine and try to uh, schmooze this sucker or beat him in the head? What do you think, QT? I think we first try the wine. If he is not accepting, we can escalate. A bottle breaks overhead just as easily. Indeed. <laughs> Polywog has uh, his technically quarterstaff, but uh, it's actually just like a an oar, like a paddle. And he's like patting <laughs> it on his hand. He's like, okay, and just kind of puts it back in his. I'm imagining a frat boy hazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got Delta Sigma Dragon and carved into it. QT, I'm not gonna lie, you scare me a little bit. <laughs> I get that a lot. Some something about my my. Ominous presence is off-putting to some. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say off-putting. Just a little scary, but that's fine. I trust you. I think we can make this work. I'm glad you're on my team. Let's just say that. Yes, that's all he says. All right, well, let's go get some wine, guys. Do we know whereabouts the the direction them them wine wizards may be? Yeah, also, is there I, any like quicker transportation? Maybe. I'm going to assume that uh, Dimitri would tell you guys the directions to the wizards of wine. It's uh, not terribly far, just a uh, bit further east along the road. Um, you'll go over a bridge over the river you were walking along at the uh, beginning. Um, nice. And it's the first right past the bridge. Perfect. And Excellent. bridges are famous for nothing happening on them or around them. So I figure that's going to be a smooth journey, right? Yeah. No one lives beneath bridges. <laughs> no one what? Lives beneath the bridge. That's not a thing. Yeah, and are there any? Uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. It can it, the journey can take us as long as it takes us. But do we have I any like, like horses to, or anything? I'd like to inspect the bridge to see if it would hold us, you know, so solidly. All right. When we get to the bridge, like... we will take care of that. Uh, as for as for modes of transportation, uh, they don't really have any horses. You could maybe ask some of the uh, Vistani that you met outside the town, if you could borrow some of theirs. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, we could just ask the Vistani if we could borrow a caravan for a little bit. We did just make friends with them, and they're staying in the inn now. It's not a bad idea. All let's, right. Uh, let's go talk to, to the, the Vistani. Uh, all, all right. I would like to uh, uh, search the inn for the oracle woman, the prophet teller. Uh, and do you... You're able to find her pretty easily. Um, she is seated at a table um, with uh, kind of the other elders of the group um, kind of listening to her uh, speaking. Um, but as you guys approach, she kind of motions to them to kind of make room at the table for you guys. Oh, that's nice. I uh, I sit down and I say, I hope I'm not interrupting Dreamweaver. Uh, not at all. I, I hope you're finding your, your stay here uh, comfortable. We met the the leader of this town, Dimitri, and he seems like a welcoming man once you get to know him. 
I preferred him as a boy. I preferred him as a boy, but he's he's grown into a good man. Yes. Good, good, good. I hate to ask this favor of you, but do you think we could borrow one of your your horse and carriages? We're following one of the prophecies you gave to us and are trying to gain access to the abbey. And to do that, we must bribe the abbot with wine. And we would are in desperate need of a way of travel and to bring back a fine cask. Um, I, I suppose... Uh, go ahead and make a uh, persuasion check with advantage, uh, since you did get him into the town. That 20. Nice. Um, I, I suppose it would be all right if you were to borrow one of our wagons as we're staying here now. Um, just be sure to bring it back uh, when you're finished. Of course, with a full tank of horse. <laughs> that would be most agreeable. Don't I'm worry. Sure. I'm- don't worry, I'm very good with animals. Uh, I, can, I can see that. I heard he turns into them sometimes. Thank uh, you so much, Prophet. I'll, I'll mention it. Do any of you have uh, proficiency with uh, land vehicles? Nope. I do. Just if somebody else didn't. You do too. Okay. All right. Well, we found pilot and co-pilot then. I'm also good with animals. All right, so it sounds like we're taking the horse and carriage to the winery. To the vineyard, that's what they're called. Hey! I've heard it both ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys kind of exit the town. Uh, it seems that the guards have been made aware of, like, Dimitri's talk with you and um, your decision to kind of go investigate the Wizards of Wine. Um, so they let you out without any trouble. Um, and one of the Vistani has kind of accompanied you to hand off one of the wagons that they uh, had brought with them. Excellent. Is this Vistani coming with us or just like with us to the wagons? With you to the wagons. Okay. I was trying to figure out if we have a red shirt or not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. I love collecting NPCs. They um, transfer like everything that had been kind of loaded into the caravan or the wagon that you'll be taking and puts it into one of the other vehicles mm-hmm. and then just hands over the reins. Well, thank you, friend. What's what's your name? What's your story? I'm sure it's a very long and interesting one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's just one of the random people. <laughs> Tell us your whole backstory. How did you come to be here? <laughs> What are your dreams oh. and aspirations? Truthfully, I, uh, I tell you a secret. Yeah. Oh, I love secrets. Plywall gets in close. <laughs> I like bringing people to this island, getting them trapped here. It's just a fun little game. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met Jeremy? <laughs> oh, was he that uh, the man in the bar? I, th- I heard him talking to Matt, yes. <laughs> Seems like a uh, a great fellow. Uh, Wait a second. How did you bring people here? Who are you? I'm Merrick. All right, Merrick. Well, you're you're a sly one. I, I appreciate your uh, your candor, and uh, you know, thanks for the thanks for the horse carriage. Wait, are you are you the Merrick from Sharn? The same Merrick? The Merrickokra? The guns are good people that were in prison. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is a separate Merrick. Different Merrick. Different Merrick. Okay. This is Merrick, comma, C. Instead of Merrick, comma, A. Okay. My uh, family name is Lanston. Merrick Lanston. 
All right, someone write that down. I feel like this is going to be important at some point. <laughs> Callback. If it wasn't, it probably will be now. There's no harm in telling any of you this. Yeah, you're trapped here just as the rest of them are. If I, just out of curiosity, Merrick, if I die, is my soul stuck on this damn island? Uh, I mean, who's to say? Yeah, if we die in the game, do we die in real life? What game? <laughs> well, I mean, the game of life. What game, what game indeed, Merrick? What game indeed? I mean, I'm sure I've got some games where that we could play if you are willing to uh, wager such a precious item. No, no, that, that'll get me in trouble. Uh, but thanks thanks for everything you've done with us, Merrick. Anybody else want to play a game with Merrick? It's, it seems a little risky, but we should probably just go to the wine, right? I do you want to play a game? I'm a big game player, actually. You did say you do cards. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Wow. Oh, yeah, I think it's. I think we should play a game. What? What kind of game do you have in mind? Sorry, QT, but your soul has already been taken from this place. So your souls can leave this place. So I have a soul. You had a soul. What are you a soul? You guys don't know. Oh, that's so cute. What? What do you mean? Do I have a soul? The Warforged all have soul. Those souls come from here. What plane are we on? The material. A material plane? Is that what you said? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, okay. I get it. Continue. You won't let us in on that insight? Well, we're after Kaneth. Kaneth was the one who made the Warforged. Yeah. And if he, if this is where he made us, I could see that that's where our souls have come from also. Okay, that checks out. Yeah. I don't know how that applies to your souls. Yeah, what about our souls, man? You got anything about our souls? Uh, I mean... Your souls aren't from here, but they are certainly valuable. And if I uh, could add to my collection, I, w- I will. I mean, to be fair, I already sold mine. That's why I got these uh, sick-ass powers. So, like, really, I think you're looking at Will and Pollywog's souls, and that's about it at this point. Yeah. I'll wager both their souls. What are we playing for? <laughs> oh, jeez. <gasps> No, no, I think I think I'm good with my soul where it's at for now. But uh, it was definitely interesting meeting you, Merrick, and uh, you know we'll we'll keep you in mind for any future. You know, maybe we'll we'll send some other poor unfortunate souls your way uh, if we find any. Guys, don't tell him about Nana. What is this guy's race? This guy is a. Let's see here. What's that other bird? Kenick, Eric Hoker, and uh, what's the other bird one? Uh, that is the Kenku. Yeah. But Merrick seems to be a half-orc. Still uh, dressed in bright colors like the others you've seen, but all different races. Just one ugly face. (laughs) I just, I feel like I'm missing something. Like, why is he, like, dealing in souls? Like, is that something that this should... Like, I don't know if I should be digging into this in character or if, like, you guys know something that I don't. No, that's kind of weird, man. It's it's strange. We know nothing about it either. There's a dude who just said that you know he he likes to lead people here and it's kind of yeah. like it's yeah, so, yeah, yeah I thought that was fucking weird it, too. It makes me think of like the river sticks, like right, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I want to know how this guy is able to leave to go get more souls to come back here. I think Devin is just pushing back with an extremely interesting character because I put him on the spot with a hello. What is your name and what is your extremely interesting <laughs> and long backstory? <laughs> I mean. 
you sometimes get what you ask for. And it was great. And I enjoyed it. And, and now we're I, just and, very and invested it's now in this. all canon. Oh, we're, I'm going to yeah. hop in this carriage and just sit in the back, like, and just pet a rat. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, we should definitely come back to this guy. I feel like, yeah, we're going to come across people on the island that, like, may be unsavory and just be like, oh, go see our friend Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Like, hey, we got, we know a guy. Well, I'm just, I'm kind of blown away because he just confirmed that I have a soul, which I don't even think D&D confirms. So now that's, that's like world canon. Is that what we're, we're going with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our last Warforged definitely had a soul too. Okay. Cool. All right. Awesome. Maybe you could sign up with Jeremy then. Sounds like. (laughs) I have to figure out the implications. I mean, you get sick powers, dude. I mean, I don't get what the problem is with that. <laughs> and he had a pretty cool hat, you know. I do like, I do like hats. I haven't earned the hat yet, and that's why I'm trying to sign people up. <laughs> Gotta meet my quotas. All right, so uh, I guess, I'm guessing you all kind of get in the uh, wagon and kind of continue down the road? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's us again. Adam and Nate. We wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of Low Initiative. If you could do us a favor and leave a rating and a comment on your favorite podcasting platform, it would be greatly appreciated. Also, follow us on Facebook. Or send us an email at lowinitiativednd at gmail.com. Just send us character ideas or thoughts and comments, whatever you'd like. And we'll see you next episode.